This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from 11 to 1. Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back. I am here with one of our trusted contributors, Nayan Patel, who is with the Ontario Pharmacists Association, and we are going to talk about pain management with over-the-counter medication. Let me give you the numbers to call because he's here to answer your questions. It's 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. And uh, Nan, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, managing pain with over-the-counter medications can be harder than it sounds. Uh, I don't think it necessarily sounds that easy, actually. There are so many products to choose from. How do you know what works best, and, and what are the questions you should be asking your pharmacist when you go in to pick these things up? Yes, we do get people coming in all the time and asking the, the same question. Uh, pain is probably the number one reason why people come into a drugstore or seek medical attention. So it's important to really find out, um, you know, ask questions. What uh, First thing I want to find out is where is their pain coming from? What type of pain is it? Um, how severe is it? Do I need to refer them to the emergency room or can I recommend something over the counter that they can use and treat themselves? I want to find out more about their medical conditions. I want to find out about allergies and other medications they're taking. All of these things help me determine whether uh, I'm going to give um, a patient a product. And, um, and so we go down the list, and then they'll tell me what it is, and, um, and, and hopefully I can recommend something for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about, uh, you know, a lot of pain medications can upset your stomach. Um, what do you have to know uh, in terms of that? So one of the questions I always ask is, what have you used in the past? If they've had a migraine and they've been taking a certain product for migraine and they're saying, well, you know, I've been taking this, but it's upsetting my stomach, then let's, we'll try something else because we know they're sensitive to that medication and they're having a side effect and then there's other options that we can try. A lot of times what I want to try is I want to try something that obviously is going to have the least amount of side effects for them. So a lot of times if it's a headache, you know, my go-to might be just Tylenol because I know that the side effects are, are the lowest, uh, lower than Advil, lower than some of the other ones. So uh, those are always great questions to ask. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when it comes to Zoomers, uh, one of the big things is that most of them take more than one medication. Yes. So how complicated is it if you have somebody who is, you know, on one med, two med, three meds, and then has a pain issue that they have to deal with on top of that? So that's why the pharmacist is there, I mean, to ask all these questions. And so we do want to make sure, because uh, I think sometimes people will come in and they'll say, you know, I'm a diabetic, and I, I'm on these diabetes medicines. Um, so I want to make sure that the medication I'm recommending for them is going to be safe. A lot of diabetes uh, patients are on, on hypertension medicines or high blood pressure medicines. And sometimes we have um, things like Advil can increase your blood pressure slightly. So maybe we want to try and steer away from that and maybe try Tylenol. But 
At the same time, if they say they have uh, a joint pain where there's some inflammation possibly, then we might need to use Advil. And that maybe will we'll make the trade-off. Maybe we'll give them some Advil and, and despite their hypertension. And, uh, and that way, um, uh, but we want to make sure, we want to monitor them and make sure that their uh, high blood pressure is not becoming out of control. Okay, the numbers again, if you have some questions about pain medication or other pharmaceutical issues, for Nayan Patel, excuse me, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. Now, you mentioned Tylenol and Advil. That's ibuprofen and acetaminophen. That's right, good. And uh, what are the differences between those two medications? So acetaminophen is um, is a medication, well, we use it for fever and we use it for reducing pain. It does not have an anti-inflammatory property. So if there is some, if we just suspect that there's some inflammation somewhere in the joints or in a muscle, then we might want to use Advil or ibuprofen, which will can reduce some swelling. And that can actually help the pain uh, even more than, than Tylenol can. Depending on the condition, one might be better than the other. And also, we want to make sure that um, it doesn't affect their other medical conditions. So, um, so side, side effect-wise, Tylenol seems to be less, less side effects in most people. So sometimes that's really the go-to unless there's some inflammation. Mm-hmm. Uh, side effects, mostly stomach side effects? I would say mostly stomach side effects um, for, um, for ibuprofen or those what we call NSAIDs, which are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. And now we can buy Aleve, which is naproxen. We can buy that without a prescription. And there was always aspirin. We all know about aspirin. So those are all in the same family. And um, and so stomach upset is the main one. Maybe a little bit of uh, increasing blood pressure with all three of those NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. So um, those are the main considerations, I think, when I'm recommending a product to a patient. And uh, tell me a little bit more about those NSAIDs. So NSAIDs, like I said, they're not steroids, so um, so they're, we consider them to be a little bit safer for use, and that's why they are available over the counter. And... Um, and they're good because they, um, you know, can stay in the body for quite longer than, than Tylenol can. So we don't have to dose it as frequently. They do have the anti-inflammatory property. And they do work for a lot of different types of pain. So, um, so definitely it's a, a go-to for a lot of conditions. I, I want to talk a little bit, and I don't know how many people this affects, a lot of people that I know, um, Zoomers. And uh, we often take pain medication preventatively before sports. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually read a study once that said, well, if you, I used to take uh, ibuprofen an hour before, and then I read a study that said, actually, it makes your stomach leak and it doesn't work. So I I gave it to my doctor who also plays sports and he says, oh, well, just take it an hour after instead. So what do you recommend for people who, uh, you know, Zoomers who are playing sports and it hurts. So I think that um, taking it an hour before, I don't know if that's really necessary because, you know, when the pain comes, it's, it's not immediately after. It's usually after a little while. So, but you know what? For example, let's say you're going to do some gardening and you have arthritis. Um, you may want to take some, some Tylenol before. And before you do the gardening, and I think that would be fine to do. I think that whether we're talking about an hour here or there doesn't really matter too much. Um, And I do know 
myself, I do do the same thing. I'm not a Zoomer yet, but, you know, um, I think that uh, when I play golf and I have two rounds, I'm going to play two rounds in a day, I'll take some Advil, um, you know, sometime during the round. Oh, um, during during the round. Sure, with my lunch or something in the middle of, of my round. Because I know at the end of two rounds, I'm, I'm, I can ache a little bit. But not after one round, I'm fine. So everybody is different. You have to listen to your body a little bit and, and take, you, uh, take you can't, cues. You can't take it in the middle of a tennis or a squash game, though. Probably not, no. And But the other thing to remember is when you're doing it with sports, make sure you're well hydrated. And especially if you're taking an, um, an NSAID, which is an, like an Advil product, we, you want to make sure you don't get dehydrated and you take that medication because that could be really hard on your kidneys. Uh, some people have ended up in the emergency room because their kidneys have shut down from that. So make sure well hydrated is a must when you're taking those, mm-hmm. either before or after your sporting event. I have another question. I thought some of these drugs, I, I think Aleve, uh, and what's the, what's the ingredient in Aleve? Naproxen. Naproxen. I thought or I was told at one point that Aleve kind of had to build up in your body, whereas some things you just take them, you get an ache or a pain, you take it, it goes away, it's a one-time thing. I think that Advil's probably a little bit faster acting. The naproxen may take a little bit longer, um, not that much longer, but the naproxen does stay in your system a little bit longer. So you don't have to dose it as frequently. So you can go eight hours without taking another Aleve. With ibuprofen or Advil, you might have to take it every six hours. Mm. So, But do you have to take it before? Like, does it have to build up in your system before it's effective? It definitely does work better if you're taking multiple doses. Now, that goes with almost every medicine. If you're taking it on an ongoing basis, um, and especially if you have something like arthritis, which you're taking for, you do need to take it on a continuous basis for it to have that lasting effect. If you take it on and off, it does take time to start working, and then it, it does wear off after a little while, so you do have to redose. And uh, we see that with not just uh, pain medicines, but lots of other medicines that we take as well. Okay, that's uh, very interesting. I'll give the numbers again, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-744-740. Call if you have questions about drugs, about pain medication, and uh, whether uh, maybe uh, something's not working for you. Uh, What are your options when it comes to pain medication? We have the expert here to answer those questions. Uh, so out of all those uh, choices, what uh, do people buy the most? Well, definitely we see Tylenol and Advil. Those are the, probably the the biggest ones. But I think there are other ones that I think people should explore, and they should explore um, topical medications as well. And I think there's a, a, a big um, uh, need for that to, for people to look at because when we take tablets that affects our whole body, Sometimes we can apply something topically and we can avoid side effects. So, for example, let's say we do have uh, an ache in our muscles. Well, you know, we could try things like, you know, I'll give you the brand names, but the Rub A535, we can try Volterin, we can try Myoflex, and all of those things can offer some pain relief. Sometimes all we need is a little bit of time, but we need, need something to help us through that difficult period where we are having a little bit of excess pain. How much of a chance do you have to give that stuff? I know that I've I've tried Volterin, and I know people sing its praises, but I, I didn't notice any difference. So with Volterin, you could probably use it a little bit longer, um, and it does have a it is actually a, a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, but it does go through the skin, 
to the site where you might have the inflammation. So I think with Voltaren, I think you have to be very diligent. You have to keep using it, um, you know, twice a day or, or, or so. But I think that if you did do that more often, that it could have uh, beneficial effects. Okay, before we take a break, uh, let's take a call. And it happens to be about Volterran. Linda and Hamilton, hi. Hi. How are you? Well, very good. I was just um, listening to your show. always find it interesting. Thank you. Um, I use Volterran. I have some arthritis. I'm waiting for a hip replacement shortly. Anyway, I've used Volterran regular strength and extra strength and uh, always carry it with me. Well, we were away this winter and uh, went into a pharmacy, my husband did, in Florida. And lo and behold, you can only get it down there on prescription. He asked the pharmacist, where's the Voltaren? Well, you need a prescription. So I made do with what I had, of course. But that was curious. So interesting to know. So did you notice a difference between using it and not using it? Well, I did. Okay. Um, not a huge difference, it's true, but I did notice a difference. Uh, I was using, not that I use tons of it, but when I knew that I had to make do with what I had, uh, I used much, much less. And I did notice a difference, especially my knees and my one hip. Okay, good, good to but know. But if I don't use it, I mean, the world doesn't end. Yes. And one of the things that I want to make sure that patients do is I want to make sure that they're a little bit comfortable. I mean, we're not going to get rid of all the pain. No. But we want to make sure you're not missing out on some of those activities that you could be doing, some of the mm-hmm. things that, you know, you love doing, like gardening and, and uh, shoveling snow. You know, I, I think I don't want anyone to miss out on things like that. Right, right. Okay, okay, Linda, thanks so much for your call. Thank you. Okay, we have to take a quick break, and we will be back to take more of your calls and questions for Nayan Patel from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from 11 to 1. Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Here is Libby Snymer. Back, I'm here with Nayan Patel from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, and he's answering your questions and my questions about over-the-counter pain medication. The numbers again, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And we have Jacqueline in Scarborough. Hi, Jacqueline. Oh, hi. Is that Libby? That's Libby. I love I love you, Libby. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, I want to talk about, I want to tell the pharmacist that I have a very uh, sore shoulder, my right mm-hmm. shoulder, it's uh, it's called bursitis. Bursitis, yes. Yes. Uh, what do you think, dear, is good for my, and then I'll talk about Voltaren. Okay. What, what do you think should be good for my shoulder? So you've got some inflammation in the, in the shoulder. So I think that yes, uh, yes. something that will reduce inflammation is probably a good, a good bet for you. Um, so, the fir- I mean, Voltaren is good because um, it, uh, it doesn't go through the whole system. If you uh, can- is that the best, best that you can suggest, dear? So the best, when I say the yes. best, I take into consideration, you know, your other medical conditions. I take into consideration other medicines you're taking. And oh, I, I take blood pressure medication morning and night, one one morning and one at night. Okay, so what but, I want to do... Uh, but, yeah. but pharmacists, uh, I'm, I'm 85. <laughs> okay. 
So congratulations. You sound good. <laughs> so what I, I want to do is I want to recommend and I, something. And I had a stroke five months ago. Oh, no. Sorry to hear that. So there's, a, so there's important things for, for us to do for you. So we want to make sure that we're going to give you something that might work for you that gives okay. you the least amount of side effects. So the Voltaren okay. is a great start because you can try that. If it works for you, great. Let's stick with it because it has the least amount of side effects. If it doesn't, yeah. then maybe we can move to something like Advil. And although Advil might increase your blood pressure a little bit, we'll I don't s- like to take pill of any kind. And that's, I'd rather not. And that's, but uh, you know, that's you know exactly what, how I dear, feel. I did a lot of therapy. Uh, doctor, I, I was there at, at Providence Healthcare Center because I had a stroke. I was there for therapy. And Dr. Chen told me that uh, to take therapy lesson, uh, uh, and if it doesn't work, I could come back to Providence Healthcare and get a, oh, what is it called? Cortisone. Okay. Oh. That could what work. Do you, what do you think about that? So, so I think that... I, I think that using a number of different treatments is a good idea. So, you know, get therapy, uh, use some Volturin. Um, and then, you know, if no, it... My therapist finished now, dear. You know what? Uh, uh, I, I forgot your name. It's, it's Nayan. Nayan. Nayan? Yes. Mr. Nayan, you know what? I, I love Voltaren, the, the strong one. Yes. And you, so and, you find that's uh, effective for you. Every night before, and I have a sore shoulder before I go to bed, I sit on my bed and I take... I put Voltorin on my left fa- three fingers, and I rub it on my shoulders twice. Okay. And so then, and then I, and then I have the biofreeze upside down. Okay, so that's another. You know yeah. that I, I do that all. And do you know that it works? So you're using a variety good. of things, and that's great. That's great. That's yeah, what it, we want. It works. <laughs> okay, so if it works. Keep doing it. It it works. All I have to do, I I take a a, a paper towel to rub all that stuff off before I put my pajama top. Okay. Jacqueline, (laughs) thanks so much for your call. Yeah, it it really works. Okay. I I, I told my family doctor, I said, you know what? My bronchitis does not work. Okay. When I don't don't think about it, it doesn't hurt. Okay. (laughs) That's that's another thing. Thanks so much for your call. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, you know what? Now that I've heard those callers, I think I'm going to give Voltaren another try. And you can put it on before you play. I'll put it on before I play. Maybe I didn't have – there's an extra strength version? There is. It that just came out maybe uh, a year or two ago. And so, yeah, definitely give that a shot. Part of the thing is that maybe maybe it's been in my bag for more than a year or two, okay. not in use. So you got to check the expiry date. Okay. Um, how important are those expiry dates? Well, you know, you always you're taking a medication because you want it to work properly, right? And if it's expired, chances are it's not going to harm you. But do you really want to use it if it's not going to be as effective as you would like it to be? I would say just you know um, bring it to the pharmacy. We have a way of disposing of those medications for you, and uh, and get a new one so that uh, you can get the most out of it. Uh huh. The the other thing uh, that I wanted to ask before we go, so when you're in pain. You know, sometimes you t- you take something and it works, but not for as long as it's supposed to work. But then you read the label, and people read the label, and it says, do not exceed 
eight tablets a day or, or whatever it may be. Now, is there a big problem with taking the next dose before you're supposed to take the next dose? It could be. And uh, it could be if you're doing it multiple times. Um, so if you do that consistently, then that can be an issue. If you did it once, maybe in a day, maybe not. But why don't why don't you just pick up the phone, ask a pharmacist, and uh, and see if they can help you through this. There there are times where we know uh, what's published in, in our literature that says that, yes, you can do it, so we can advise you accordingly. Um, sometimes the label on the box, because it's over-the-counter, they're a little bit more cautious. So, But don't always think that they're being over-cautious. Check with your pharmacist and see if it's okay. Okay, um, and that's, that's another thing. I know that w- when you're buying things over-the-counter, and sometimes people even do this with prescription medication, they, they alter it because they think they can medicate themselves. But, you know, your pharmacist is a lot more accessible than the doctor often. And like you said, just just pick up the phone and ask and you'll get some good advice. That's right. Well, you know, we come to the phone pretty quickly. You walk in the store, we're usually available fairly quickly. Um, Usually you don't need an appointment. And also keep in mind that sometimes if you take too much of a medication, it doesn't necessarily work better but you might just get more side effects, so keep that in mind as well. Okay, very good advice. Nayan Patel from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, thank you very much for joining us. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from 11 to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, heard weekdays from noon to 1. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio, Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.